following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland, from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode number 356. Thank you for streaming, downloading, tuning in, however it is that you get the show. Of course, now we're, we're, we're on the air at Radio Memphis now. Uh, it's weird. I released this on a Sunday, and then that episode airs on a Wednesday at midnight of all time. Burying my own product. Uh, whatever. I don't care. Some people are some people are finding it amusing and they and they enjoy it. So there you go. I uh, appreciate you uh, doing so, tuning in and having all sorts of fun with that. With the things that we've got going uh, coming up on this episode uh, uh, of this program, it's a conversation with uh, Ted from uh, uh, Coyote Motel. What's all this about? You say, well, I'll tell you what happened. Um, what had happened was during one of the morning shows because I'm on in the morning, nine a.m. to two p.m. Monday through Friday, Central Time, radio-memphis.com for Radio Memphis in the Morning with LJ. LJ is the co-host of the show with me. And uh, we had Coyote Motel on there. And it's a it's kind of a kind of a cool psychedelic blues act that is out of the Nash, Nashville area. Nash, I almost said Nash Vegas. Well, it kind of is. Nash Vegas area. Uh, Ted joined in on the conversation. We had some fun. And, we, and, and we're going to play some music from them. So there's that. <laughs> That's all happening a little bit later on in the, uh, in the, in the, in the, in the old program for whatever it is, whatever it's worth. I, I, you know, uh, I got to tell you, um, Facebook sure seems to be a lot more tolerable these, these days. <laughs> we all know why you do know this, don't you? You know why, you know why people like you and I are finding Facebook a little more tolerable these days. I'll tell you why it's because all of the, all of the people that were into the whole, uh, anger, uh, hate speech thing that they, they, they all left and they went over to parlor <laughs> and, and they're finding, they're finding themselves in this situation where they're like, well, I don't know quite what to make of all of this because they're, they've got a problem over there at parlor. Yes, they do. They have a pornographic problem. <laughs> Apparently there are people over there who have found it appropriate uh, to, um, they're testing their quote unquote free speech limits over there because, you know, you can apparently say whatever you want to and, and do whatever it is that you'd like. And if, if it's such as the case may be, um, <laughs> there, there are people who say, Hey, check out this picture of someone's butt or something, whatever that is. I don't have an account on parlor. I'm not going to have one. I don't want to be typecast into that in any way. It was bad enough as it is, but still, um, with all of these things that are, <laughs> that are happening, they've got this pornographic problem and, and it's like, they're daring somebody to, well, they removed my post. They're not supposed, they said that they would never remove my post. What is it that they're thinking? Removing my post. I can't handle this. This isn't right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Biden stole the election, you know, or what, well, whatever it is that they're doing, it's become this really kind of a fun, a fun experiment to be on the outside looking in. I'm glad I'm not in it. There's another site too called MeWe, which is sort of like a really ultra conservative version of Facebook. It's this, think of Parler as Twitter and MeWe as Facebook. And that's what, because there's not an original thought. And these people, they got all upset. They got, I get it. They're upset. Their guy lost the election. 
uh, the conspiracy theory thing is a bit much. It's a bit thin, but I get it. I totally understand why that why there are people that would feel that way. I don't agree with it. Neither do neither do. Well, apparently, a lot of people didn't agree <laughs> agree with this. Uh, yeah. So these are the people that said, "Screw Facebook. I can't take it." I can't take this anymore. I need a safe space. So they did. They they went over to Parlor, which had been around for a long time, mind you. And it was it started out as sort of a well, it's a place for free speech. You can say whatever it is that you like. They didn't have any political aspirations of any sort, right? Uh, that's not necessarily the case because it is dominated almost exclusively by not just I wouldn't say just like right wing people. I mean like far right wing people. You know what I mean? While the rest of the rest of the world, uh, even the even the um, you know the members of the Republican Party are still on Facebook. Of course they are. You know, don't misunderstand me here. I mean, uh, I have nothing against the Republican Party. I I, I really don't. There's it's part of the American thing, right? It's, there's Republicans, there's Democrats, there's and there's a few independents. There's the Green Party, the Libertarian Party. There's all this other stuff that goes and and whatever the case is. My problem I do have though are those parties that push that whole platform of hate. I have I have I have issues with that and I think most reasonable Americans would feel the same way. And be that as it may, uh you know they 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 needed to go uh run off and hide into a corner because they got beat and and everybody got tired of dealing with, you know, idiots. And there's a lot of them. And you know, It's it's such as it is. It's just it's a, it's unfortunate. I know. I get it. But you know, uh, y'all y'all go on. Y'all go go on. Do your thing. I, that's great. You've got a you got a place to have your own uh, thing to talk about without it being a problem, and that's fine. That is that is quite all right. I'm, I'm sitting here perusing through. Um, Facebook. Speaking of social media, I mean, I mean, it's it's still interesting. Um, people can 2020 come any faster. Well, <laughs> here's the thing about 2021, right? 2021 coming up around. Hey, we're less than a month away from it. My, my, my friends, it's going to be a new year very soon. Why do you want this to go any faster? Was it because it's been a tough year so far? Sure. I get it. Yeah. Pandemic, politics, idiots, crazy. The world shits on fire. Literally hurricanes. We have more hurricanes than we had names. You know, it was all, it was a tough year. I get it. Do you think 2021 is going to be any better, any, any better? I almost said any bitter because it is going to be kind of bitter. It's a lot of pissed off people right now. And I don't know that it is going to be any better. I really don't. It's not that I'm being a pessimist about it, but you know, let's be let's be reasonable here. It's 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 a tough time. It's a tough time for everybody. And we're just gonna have to, you know, go through it the best we can. Wishing for a new year to come along and sweep out the old one is 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 kind of an old school thought. Sure, it's lofty, but let's be let's be realistic here. It's just a turning of the calendar page. We we used to mark history with. That's what this is. You know, today being the sixth day of the month of December of 2020 is when this was produced. Wow, that was smooth. I got that in there. The whole point being is that I can look back at this in time and see what what this little slice of heaven was like or hell, depending on your perspective, for the year 2020, for the sixth day of the month of December of this year. That's the amusing thing about it. 
Where is it that we fall in the middle of all of this? I don't know. Don't know. Don't have the answers. Not gonna. I will tell you this, that I do have high hopes for a new year, as I think everybody else does, because we're just, we're just tired. We're just certainly tired. I think we're looking forward to having some time of reason. That would be nice. Something reasonable. Something a little, maybe not so fast-paced. Something a little, a little more easygoing. That would be nice. Um, is it possible? Absolutely. Are we going to see that? I don't know. I hope so. I really do hope so. But in the meantime, we're going to be hanging around. We're going to be doing our thing. We're going to do our thing here. We're always going to give you some sort of an escape from all of this stuff. That's kind of what this this is about. This, this show is a lot like that as well. Uh, like I said, we got we got some music coming up here on this show. We got we got some good stuff coming up down the way too. I've got. I got all sorts of fun interviews that are going to be happening, and uh, and we've we've talked to some great people. We had what Andrew Cole last week. We got Rocky Kramer next week. I think is coming up. So uh, it, yeah, it's Rocky. Yeah, yeah, you'll like that one. That's fun. Nice guy. Um, we got Wendy Kaplan coming very soon. Ian Gehring will be happening. I've got Jessica Heim. We got a busy, busy show around the Radio Memphis land. <laughs> Radio Memphis land. Radio land. That's what it is. Jessica Heim going to join the program at some point. Yeah, it's going to be more fun than the law allows. So, you know, so there you go. So we'll pause. We'll be back coming up. Coyote Motel going to lay the lay the groove on you that we've taken from a uh, from an actual live broadcast at Radio Memphis. So if in case you missed it, it's coming up next here in about 30 seconds right here from Radio Land. Wizards is Corona-free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans, and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas, hats, and more on sale right now. CBD, Kratom products, and personal cleansers for that job interview. Open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 Madison Avenue in Midtown or get it all delivered when you order online at wizardsmemphis.com. Wizards, because it's still smoking. You must be 18 or older to buy smoking-related products. Hang on. Stand by. Mm -hmm. Okay, there we go. Uh, yes, it's always uh, it's always a blast to to, uh, to get some new music in here because uh, you get to hear some exciting stuff that's out there. And right now, with everybody, and I, I had this conversation yesterday with a musician friend that uh, that with uh, the pandemic, um, a lot of this guy brought up a good point. He said we're gonna we're gonna see very soon uh, just a dearth of new music oh out. i think so too because a lot of musicians that have been taking themselves off the road they've been uh, uh trying to perform streaming and stuff like that they're spending some time in the studio and they're you know cranking out some new mm -hmm. stuff they're writing they're doing all of that mm -hmm. well as luck would have it we have such new stuff here a brand new record that is dropping today <clears throat> from uh, Coyote Motel and uh, joining us through the miracle of, of the telephone. Of telephony. Yeah, telephony. Ted is here. Hey, Ted, how are you, buddy? Hey, I love telephony. <laughs> yeah, telephony. <laughs> telephony <Delicious>. works. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> telephony with a little sauce on the side. Yeah, absolutely. A little the green sauce that I have, <laughs> having over there some diced onions. Yeah. You doing good, Ted? I am. How about you guys? You know... We're just yeah, making it. We're, yeah, yeah we're, <laughs> we're watching the world fall apart at our feet, and uh, we're just got the best front row seat in the house, I guess. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm surprised we're existing as well as we are, you know. But me, my wife Lori, and the dog are kind of holed up, and uh, and we're doing okay as a trio. 
That's the way it is in my home. Uh, yeah, me and the wife and the dog. And, and we'll yeah, but you're like a quintet. You know, there's like two cats over there, but they don't count. Uh, <laughs> they, don't, they don't get what's going on. <laughs> well, my, my coyotes are a quintet, but we just have one. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> uh, tell, tell me about this band here. Tell me about Coyote Motel. What's uh, what's your story? What's the, what's the whole, what's the whole, the, the, the gist of the group here? Well, you know, about, oh, man, I guess it's probably about 15 years ago I had started Scissorman as a Mississippi Hill Country-informed duo. And we played in Europe and toured around a lot. And as we were approaching about 2013, 14, um, I felt kind of limited by writing for a duo, so I started writing more expansive arrangements. So Scissorman became a trio for its final album, which was 2015's uh, Love and Life. And then uh, after that, you know, the ideas just kept coming on stronger and stronger to the point where I felt that it wasn't really Scissorman anymore and it was evolving into a different kind of band. And uh, since we have coyotes in my neighborhood uh, and, they, and their local motel is a little park down the street, uh, <laughs> the, band, the band became Coyote Motel. Well, wow. that works out pretty well, yeah. Plus, I'm a big canine fan, pretty much no matter what the canine is. You know? Sure, sure. Uh, even if it's a varmint or a roadrunner chaser. So, yes, uh, yeah. I went with Coyote Motel. And, That's and cool. And now it's a very, you know, it's a very interesting band. I mean, to me, what it allows me to do is take every element of roots-oriented music that I love and put it in one band, and sometimes even in one song. And for me, roots music includes everything from blues and swampy gospel to jazz to psychedelia right right yeah your news release that i have here regarding a new record dropping today uh refers to as a cosmic roots uh uh outfit um and, and we were just in there talking cosmic that's, that's cosmic yeah, yeah it's kind of cool i mean it's it's, <laughs> I, I, it's different i do like that term it's cosmic man <laughs> right <laughs> i hit the nail on the head around here with that i'm sure yeah. <laughs> uh, so so is this now this is y'all second is this is that right second record or is this your third no it's the third you know we third. put out two <laughs> it's weird i'm normally not this prolific <laughs> but uh in 2019 we put out the debut electric album called coyote motel and then we did an acoustic EP that included guests like, uh, well, Gina Cecilia was our guest there, uh, who, you know, blues fans and folks in Memphis probably know Gina. Mm -hmm. And that was called Learn to Love the Moon. And uh, we had a really cool bunch of uh, festival and tour dates set up starting in the spring. Oh, God. And, of course, that got derailed. And a short time before that, we had played at the Five Spot, which is uh, oh, yeah. a pretty famous club here in, in Nashville. Yeah. That was uh, kind of made famous by the TV show Nashville, but was already obviously a great place before that. And it's a real community hang here. And, uh, you know, pretty much if you play there, it's a sign that you're a respected part of the community, which is nice. So anyway, we, I had these board tapes from there and uh, decided that since we couldn't go see everybody, we'd at least kind of send a love letter out, you know, from those board tapes. So we worked on them pretty extensively to get the sound quality as good as we could get it. And um, yeah, I think it sounds pretty damn good, you know? And uh, we also had one bonus track, which was a live in the studio thing that we'd done last year for a local label called Monkey Riot Recordings. They invited us in to do our song, Josh Gibson, which is a tribute to the uh, hero of Negro League Baseball. Right, right, um, right, yeah. So we had that track, and we had a bunch of tracks from our live show at the Five Spot in February. And that became Still Among the Living, which is uh, the new album. And that's a, a song title, but I guess, you know, these days it has two meanings. 
It does. Uh, and it's, uh, I think everybody who has been sitting around trying to either listen to music to get their head out of what's going on in the right, world or watching right. television, it's, and you know, so what I said earlier, right before we, we picked up the phone with you about the uh, the idea there's going to be so much new music that's going to be coming out because so many people are sitting at home and working in their studios or their home studios, and like, or at least writing a bunch. And I would imagine, Ted, that you're doing a bunch of writing right now. Well, you know, I'd like to be writing more, but one thing that I'm finding, uh, with, especially with a lot of my friends in the guitar community experiencing the same thing, is that there's this sort of COVID-itis that uh, kind of makes it hard to be your most creative, you know? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. A little bit of melancholia and a little bit of uncertainty and, uh, you know, it just kind of plays with your enthusiasm a little. I mean, I've squeaked out like three songs, three new songs during the whole thing. But luckily, I've had this project, Still Among the Living, to put, you know, to put my uh, energy into. We, it required a lot of going back and forth with my engineers and my mastering guy to really get everything just right. And it's been a really great, uh, you know, project. It's been a great COVID project for me. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah, kind of help uh, keep your mind out of it, yeah. Yeah, and so far, you know, our fans have been responding really nicely, too, which is which is great. I mean... You know, I love playing for the people I play for. I feel like I have a real connection with everybody. And to have that connection kind of temporarily severed is a bummer. So hopefully this kind of puts some of that connective tissue back together for us and keeps us all in touch. Have you, uh, have you done any of the, uh, the, the streaming type uh, performances or have you even thought about, is that even worth doing? Or is it just something uh, to say? I've, I, done, I've done some. You know, my problem with them is that I'm not as excited about the sound that I get when streaming. Yes. It could be because I've got some internet issues here. I mean, in Nashville, we don't have the best infrastructure. Uh, and, uh, you know, in some spots of town, the service is not what it should be, even for broadband, you know. Uh, so I don't really like the latency that I'm hearing in my guitar. Uh, you know, it almost sounds like I've got a chorus and stuff on it. So what I have been doing is uh, just taping myself on my iPhone every so often and throwing up a video. Like, I've done some yeah. John Pine stuff yeah. and some John Hurt uh, and some other things on Resonator and electric guitar. And that's been fun, but I've been a little disappointed with my own live streaming experiences. Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, uh, those have been... <laughs> Those were proven to be a bit difficult at times. Yes, they and it, and you know you're, yeah. you're right. I mean, I don't know what it, what it is about Facebook systems, but man, they crush the the hell out of that music. Yeah, you know, it's, they, it's yeah. all squished and distorted, and like you know, the latency had to throw throw a brother off. I know, if you're not, I know. not paying attention. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, you know, I mean, at some point, I think I'm going to do it again. I'm looking into some other uh, software that kind of address some of Facebook's problems. Really? Uh, that a friend of mine's using in Scotland. I did a um, a live stream show with him about a month ago that was really fun. This uh, Scottish uh, resonator player named Dave Arcari, resonator player and singer. Yeah. And we had a blast talking and playing together. Um, so uh, maybe I can, you know, work the bugs out. But uh, I, I think I may end up doing maybe a month down the road the equivalent of like a CD release show as a solo gig here just to kind of celebrate the release of the album a little bit more. Oh, that'd be great. That, that, Live that, from Ted's living room. Live Yay. from Ted's living room. Yay. <laughs> Here we go. Weepee. Get you a little uh, confetti cannon. It'll be big. <laughs> Slide whistle in the blues. Indoors. There you go. Um, what's the, uh, how's the blues scene uh, going these days in Nashville? I know that there was there was a time there that the the, the Nashville Blues Society had kind of vanished and then it came back, I think. And I, I, I know, you know Nashville's a country town. There's a lot of rock in there as well. But blues is something you don't really think of uh, that much happening in Nashville, but yet I hear a lot of acts that come from there that are actually quite good. What's uh, what's going on over there? Yeah, well, it's interesting. You know, it's kind of more of an independent scene here, and surprisingly, there's really two blues clubs in town, BB uh, King's, which for the most part 
has a pretty stable house band, so there aren't a lot of opportunities to play there for other artists and to grow their thing. And uh, the same deal with uh, Bourbon Street, which also has a bunch of house bands. So I think the most exciting music isn't being made at those places, but it's being made at places like the Five Spot and the Bluebird and Dee's Country Cocktail Lounge, mm-hmm. where independent blues artists like Mark, Robin, Mark Robinson and the Taj Mahalics, uh, you know, and Gary Nicholson pops up occasionally yeah. uh, there. And, you know, Third and Lindsley has national touring acts. Uh, that those other two clubs typically don't. So we get mm-hmm. fish here, you know, and Samantha Fish. Yes. Well, basically all the fish come through. There. All the fish, all the, all the whole school just comes <laughs> right through. School. The whole school uh, comes right through Nashville. So I do think it's happening in different pockets. It's not where, as a blues fan, if you came to town and looked at the listings, you'd expect that you should go, but it is there. So ask a friend. Ask me. I'll hit you to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Okay. laughs> well, 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 I have to wait till this pandemic thing gets out of the way, and then, uh, you know, and, and then definitely that's the case, you know, because it's funny too. We'll, we'll talk with some of these musicians here in Memphis, and they'll say, "Well, you know, playing in, Me- and it may be the case in Nashville too. When when you're a Memphis band playing in Memphis, it's kind of hard to get any type of a draw. But if a Memphis band goes to say Jackson and Nashville." They'll 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 get a good crowd. Right, and the same right. thing is true, I think, from Nashville. That Nashville artists will come through here. They'll hit Jackson and they'll hit Memphis, right. and, and they'll just sell a room out. Yeah, we've had good experiences playing in Memphis. We used to uh, play at the uh, Rum Boogie yeah. uh, a couple of times a year, and also at Mr. Handy's a couple of times a year. And we did Laughlin Yard. You know, oh, yeah. uh, we sort of need to find a new home there. Uh, with this band, uh, but I've really enjoyed it. We had been talking to the art space before everything closed down because sometimes, uh, <laughs> speaking about the cosmic, uh, sometimes when the conditions are correct, not only do I use a psychedelic lighting artist who does kind of old Fillmore style gel lights. Ooh, no, far out. Yeah. In fact, yeah. you can see that on the cover of the album. Yes. So that's, uh, uh, but uh, anyway, we have a light show and we also have dancers. Wow. Really? Yeah. And when we actually have the right space, we have aerial dancers. Even better. It's pretty cool. That's a, I mean, it's really it's really awesome. That's a show. And sometimes I have yeah. to pinch myself yeah. that I'm really in the middle of this, you know, great swirl of music that my friends are playing with me and these swirling lights and people who are, you know, hanging from the ceilings, these beautiful dancers hanging from the ceilings. And it's just this entirely uh, trippy, otherworldly experience that I feel lucky enough to get into. It's like having my own little Pink Floyd. <laughs> that's kind of a cool though. That's a, good, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, it's great. I love it. You know, it's it's like that's kind of what I think of us as. I think of us as kind of a roots Pink Floyd. That's a good. One. I like yeah, it. A yeah, I think that's it. a good yeah. comparison. Sure. Um, it, it, you're the songwriter, of course, or one of the. How collaborative is it uh, when you when you bring when you bring music to the the guys in the band? They, is it like my way or the highway, or it's like, hey, what do you guys think, or what's your process? Well, I'll bring in a song, lay it out for people if I think it's good enough. I mean, I tend to be really exacting with my own songs. If I don't really believe in a song, I won't bring it to the band. I probably throw out 80% or 65% or 70% of the songs that I write. And the band never gets to hear those, or I shelve them somewhere. But when I bring a song to the band, I usually have an arrangement in mind uh, and, um, you know, a a vocal melody in place. But then I kind of turn everybody loose because I believe in letting everyone have their freedom being creative with it, you know? If we can at least put the song across. Like, if someone's going in a crazy wrong direction, I'll redirect that. But really, I think I'm so lucky to be working with talented people. And, and Sean has been with me since the bass player, Sean's Zwick, who also makes these amazing textural noises that people often think are a guitar and keyboard. Uh, but uh, Sean's been with me since about 2013 as we headed into that last... Scissorman record, so we've been playing together for a good long stretch and are totally simpatico. 
and uh, our drummer Cairo is just a, a powerhouse and very unpredictable, you know, in a really <laughs> good way. She'll just come up with all sorts of great ideas and fills and things. And then we added a, a second vocalist with the Coyote Motel album in early 2019. That's Luella. Actually, she was my favorite singer in Nashville. And I brought her in. She used to be part of a band called Luella and the Sun, which maybe people will be familiar with. Right, right. But I, I brought her in to sing some backups and also to sort of be our human organic equivalent of a string section and a synthesizer section on that Coyote Motel album. She knocked it out of the park. And then she asked to be part of the band. And I was really oh, incredibly cool. flattered and happy you know, about that because she was my favorite singer. So now when we're actually up and running, I get to play gigs with my favorite singer. And there's a, uh, actually the first time Coyote Motel has ever featured her, the lead vocal is actually on this record too. It's a live version of a song called Homegoing, which is a traditional gospel blues we both learned from Jesse May Hemphill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It sounds like with, uh, with what you guys are doing to achieve that cosmic or psychedelic vibe, uh, are, you, are you a fairly effects-heavy uh, guitar player or, or the band in general? <laughs> yes. I had nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's just... I, it's, yeah, I it, am. Yeah. It's kind of funny because for most of the part when I was... For most of the time when I was in and I was just plugging straight into an, into an amp. Yeah. You know, and the only thing that would be on the floor was a tuner. Uh, right, and, right. Uh, I just gradually started to crave expanding the sound and expanding the sound. You know, years ago in the early 90s, I was in a pretty wild-sounding alternative rock band called Vision Thing uh, with my wife, Lori, and there was another guitar player in that band. And that band was pretty sonically expansive. But it's kind of weird. I just kind of wanted bring, to bring more of my sonic experimental roots into my roots music that I love. And I ended up combining the two with Coyote Motel. Wow! Oh, cool! I mean, that's that. Well, and that's that. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm not beneath playing just a, with a dry guitar because I do that sometimes during the set too. You know, but on the other hand, like Tin Pan Alley, uh, there's a really great Nashville jazz rock player named Stan Lasseter who guests on that with us. Yes. His band opened the show that night. And I, ever since I really met and started hanging out with Stan a little bit uh, in the previous year, I wanted to find an excuse for us to play together. You know, so while Stan takes his solos, I'm essentially creating uh, these atmospheres that are almost cloud-like behind him at various times, you know? And then, of course, we both go at it and... That's a really... That's a really, uh, that track is really about as far out as anything that I've ever put to tape. And the fact that it was a live show uh, kind of makes me happy. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's, there's a certain energy that comes from that. You know, uh, I tell bands all the time, if, if, if you play a lot, don't be afraid to grab a show, record it, because you don't know what you're going to capture because of that, the way you feed off the audience. Yeah, and you know, that kind of thing, I mean, I, I really kind of think of us, I'm very proud of our studio work, but I also think of us as a live band because I get so much energy and so much positive enrichment from it playing live. I just love being with people, you know? And I spend a lot of time out in the audience because I use a wireless and the whole deal. Uh, and I really love connecting. I, I physically almost need it. Uh, so to be able to do that with this band is just so much fun. And, and you know, also just reminds me of that great Hunter Thompson quote, when the going gets weird, the weird turn pro. That's so true. <laughs> We, so true. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the going gets pretty weird along the way. Yeah. Uh, but I also, you know, I also do solo acoustic stuff on Resonator, too, and things like that. So, you know, I like to kind of uh, have my bite from every single plate on the table. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that, man. I mean, it's it, it's, the old, it's the old showbiz adage. You know, you give your audience something they haven't seen or heard before, and they may, they may feel sort of familiar with it. They go, well, I haven't heard it done like that. Right. 
yeah, I think that's an experience a lot of people uh, have when they see us. Well, that's that's awesome. The new record uh, still among the living. Uh, it's it it uh, came out today. Is that right? Yes, it did. Yep, it's available mostly as a digital platform. We're doing some private sales for CDs for fans and friends of the band. We did a small batch run. That's that's kind of leaving the house really fast. Uh, but uh, uh, we're mo- it's mostly on Bandcamp, but you can find it on Amazon and all the usual places. Right, right, yeah, and you know, hopefully, with, once we get behind this uh, this pandemic thing, we can get you guys back out on the road, come down to Memphis, and uh, we'll hook you up with a gig somewhere. Our friend well, Mark is what made that. this what made this conversation happen. So Mark's plugged in; he's connected; he knows places. We'll get you. We'll get you a, a home spot here in Memphis. Cool. I've never not had fun playing in Memphis. Like never. You know, we've done. Uh, stuff during the uh, showcases during the IBC and stuff too where we've played we haven't done a competition but we've played at BB King's a bunch down there for those you know at one point for five consecutive years and I have never not had fun playing in Memphis oh it's a well as you know it's a fun town and it's you know it's it's like Nashville it's a music town and you know we're here to you know tear it down as best as we possibly can <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Hey, tear it down. Tear it all down. <laughs> you know, F the man. You know, we, we don't need yep. it. You know, screw the establishment. We're all here to have have a great time. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, Ted, listen, thank you so very much. Uh, we're we're going to cut you loose here. We're going to bring a play the uh, the title track here, Still Among the Living. Uh, is there a story behind that particular tune? Well, there is, you know. Um, <laughs> and, and unfortunately, it's a little bit of a bummer, but I think uh, <laughs> the positivity of the song comes through. But uh, my dad was a really violent guy who, you know, would kick me down the stairs and things like that. Oh, my. And, and that kind of stuff, uh, um, you know, that kind of stuff hangs with you over the years. Well, sure it does. And, and it was just about dealing, having grown up in an abusive household, it's about dealing with that as an, uh, as an adult, looking back on those experiences and kind of emerging, being strong, and in the long run, being still among the living. That's fantastic. So there's a little bit of an uplifting right, point right. to all of that. But, yeah, but yeah, and I have to say that I think there's a lot of uplift in that uh, in that solo, too, at the end. I, I was channeling my best Ronnie Earl meets David Gilmore. Uh, <laughs> there, there you go. That's 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 a good way to look at it. Uh, well, well, Ted, best of luck with the record, and uh, and thanks for uh, for calling in and telling us about it. And uh, we're going to play this tune, and I think after the break we're going to play, I may throw in a Homecoming, if, you, if, if that one's since you mentioned it. Oh, that would be wonderful. I'd love to hear people. More people need to know about Luella. She has just such an extraordinary and singular voice. You know, uh, when we first started performing together, when she would be standing next to me on stage and would open up the microphone, sometimes I would almost stop playing. You know? <laughs> I just, so just to marvel at what's happening on the stage. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Yeah, it's such a privilege to be part of it and have her be part of the band. Sometimes it's uh, it's okay to admire your own work. That's a, that's a good thing. Ted, thank you so much, and uh, we'll chat soon, okay? Thank you, guys. This was fun. Great. Be safe, you. man. All right, we'll see you. All right, rock on. Bye-bye. All right, there you go. That's uh, that's Ted Drozdowski there from uh, 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 Coyote Motel. Want to hear a tune? I do, man. So uh, so here it is. Uh, Coyote Motel at Radio Memphis.
Hi, this is Reverend Oma from the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. A lot of us are making time to deepen our spiritual paths. The Broom Closet has a wide selection of books on spiritual topics and a huge selection of tarot and oracle cards for connecting with spirit and our higher selves. You can choose from our vast selection of gemstones, crystals, and crystal jewelry to enhance your spiritual journey. Check out our Mindful Living gifts and home decor to complete your sacred space. Visit us in downtown Memphis or online at thebroomclosetmemphis.com. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radioland with Rick Cheddar. Uh, he's known as Norway's ambassador of rock. He's here, Rocky Kramer. Rocky, how are you, buddy? Um, great. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Thank you so much. You're uh, you're out in the uh, are you out in the L.A. area? Is that where you're at? Yes, I'm in L.A. Sunny California. <laughs> yeah, it's over here, kind of cold and wet. Memphis is where we're at. So, uh, so yeah, the big difference in, uh, in in climate. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've never been there, so uh, I don't know what it's what it's all about. It you know Memphis is uh you know it's an interesting town we talk we like to talk a bit about it, it just by virtue of the fact that it's a music city you know this is where you know uh, where some would say rock and roll was ultimately born now not to take away from your heritage I mean by God uh, you guys in Norway know how to rock uh, that's every every one of you guys that come out of there are just what is there something in the water up there what what the hell is all that about for previous episodes go to radio-memphis.com to download episodes to your mobile device. Search the show in iTunes, Player.fm, Stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or TuneIn. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. There you go. You heard what's coming up next time on the program. We thank you so very much for streaming and tuning in and downloading and whatever it is that you do to get this uh, to get this program. It means a lot to me. I appreciate it. I seriously do. I'm being sincere about this sort of thing. I know with the holidays coming up and you know people are in a high tension gear, high mode thing. It's kind of hard to to. Um, to slow the roll for a minute, and I'm glad that you can do that with us. You know, that's what this is. That's what this is. But just you know, hey, let's let's have let's have a bit of fun. Let's do something a little different. I do want to take a moment here and talk to you about an initiative that has been put together by the Memphis Blues Society and Radio Memphis, and what that is is called Feed the Blues. Right? Hashtag Feed the Blues. You'll be seeing some more and more about this here as, as time goes on. Uh, as we as we get some more posts and stuff, we gotta, we got to wind up the old machine here. And what the feed the blues thing is, is it takes uh, uh, it takes it takes people that are hungry and puts food in them. And what I'm talking about specifically are musicians. Move them more specifically at the moment are blues musicians. We've got a lot of these cats that uh, you know they were they were living hand to mouth as it was and and they're all seniors you know not all well most of them are the ones on the list that we're that we're working with right now and there's a list of of these these performers that need some help and I'm not going to tell you who they are um, you know we don't want anybody to lose any dignity over that sort of thing seriously there's no point in it and it's and it's really nobody else's business but we're here to help in fact I don't even know who they are I really don't uh, there are some people within the Memphis Blue Society who do obviously because they're trying to get some help to them and we've come in at Radio Memphis to try and help out as much as possible so what we came up with was a pretty cool idea called feed the blues and this is very simply put a small food drive it isn't gonna end at Christmas okay this is gonna continue on we don't know when everybody's going to be able to get the vaccine, right? We know that the vaccine is coming, and that's fantastic, but we don't know when that's going to be. 
It could be April. It could be July. It could be next year at this time. We don't really know. But in the meantime, until we can get everybody back to work and back on the stages and performing yet again and not having to worry about living in fear of going hungry, that's what Feed the Blues is all about. If you would like to, when next time you're out shopping or if you if you've done if you've done some shopping and you've got some stuff hanging around the house you don't have any intention of getting into which happens everybody's got some canned goods and stuff hanging around they need to get rid of non-perishable food items only you can put them in a bag come on down to the radio station that's right get on out put your mask on come into our building uh, you can drop it off there in the lobby it's contactless you can wave, say hello through the glass. We're there on the air from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday, and that's when you can come and make your delivery if you'd like to do that. At 4745 Poplar Avenue, Suite B100, we're in the lower level. When you come in from the parking lot, just go through the glass doors and go and just go walk it right down the stairs, and there we are. So come on and, and, and do that for us. If you, were, if you would like to also, if you want to contribute something on a financial level, even easier. You don't even have to leave the house for that. Just hop online and go to the Memphis Blues, go to memphisbluesociety.com and look for the Papa Don McMinn Musicians Fund. It's a PayPal link. Papa Don McMinn Musicians Fund. Make a contribution to it. You can set it up to if you wanted to do a monthly thing. You know, five bucks a month. Why not? Ten bucks. Get yourself a membership to the Blue Society while you're at it. That helps the Blue Society along because it's been tough for everybody. But anyway, that money that goes into the Papa Don McMinn Musicians Fund is there to help these musicians get the help they need, right? There may come a point, and we've seen this happen. Musicians got a big hole in his roof. Can't, he, can't, he can't get his roof fixed for whatever reason, whatever his circumstances may may have been placed at his feet, and that's the, that's the situation. So that has happened, taking care of people, helping, helping some of these cats get their medicine. Some of these people to get some food in their in their in their kitchen. It's not right for anybody to starve. And I don't care what kind of a dick or an asshole you might be. If you're starving, you deserve to eat. That's all there is to it. And if you're a working musician, a working artist, and you're starving because you can't get something to eat, a it's a crying shame, and b there's no excuse for it. So we're here to help. So if you would look out for the hashtag Feed the Blues, you'll see it all over social media very soon, and make your donations. Tax deductible donation of the Papa Don McMinn Blues Music or Blues Fund Musicians Fund. What the? <laughs> You'll know Papa Don McMinn Musicians Fund. Damn, it. that's where it's at. I'm trying to be all sincere and stuff, and I keep blowing it. But you can find it at the MemphisBluesSociety.com. Go over there, and if you're out and about, want to stop into the studio and say hey to us, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. We'll keep our distance from you. Don't worry about. It. You'll probably want that anyway. Drop us off some non-perishables: peanut butter, tuna, beans. You know, canned stuff. Pasta. There you go. Bags of pasta with some sauce. Hell yeah. Brother can eat on that for a while. That sort of stuff. And if you feel so inclined, maybe a few packages of socks. You know, some essentials too. Soap. <laughs> can you imagine not having enough money for soap? It's bad enough you're starving. But man, if you could be stinking and starving, shit. Pick up some stuff and bring it to us. We'd appreciate it. We'd really do help. It's just a wonderful idea to, to help keep these people with the last little bit of dignity that they have so far, okay? That's all we ask for you. Please help us out if you'd like. All right, that's it. You heard what's coming up next time on the program. Until then, please take care of yourselves, take care of one another. Seriously, there's a way for you to do that. And stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland.
Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com. 